Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. So my obsession is different from, oh, I need to make this amount of money. No, I love what I'm doing. So I love, get, oh, you know what? I'm selling cereal. Every moment I get, I'm going to market my cereal. People yeah. always say, well, how are you going to be successful if you don't believe in what you have? So why should I believe it if you don't believe in it? So think about why should I buy FUBU if you didn't believe in it? That's right. I, I, I seen the, the way the way you told us this fuzz by us. Yeah. It made me get out there and say, you know what? I, I like that. I want that. I want to represent. And that's my thing. This is a movement. I tell people all the time now, this, this is bigger than us. This is a movement. Be the reason it's a movement because it's never been done before. And to build generational wealth, everybody thinks it's about money. I tell you all, I, I had a billion dollars worth of knowledge. And I wasn't in it for the money. And that's what I want to show people. I was in it because I love what I was doing. And I was able to give other people opportunities, give other people work. We was building economic empowerment into this community. So that's what I'm saying now with my mindset that I'm thinking, okay, I'm not successful till I create other millionaires. And that's what I did. That's what I did. That's what I did. That's what I did. What if I told you there was more to the story behind game-changing events? Get ready for my new podcast, That Moment with Damon John. We'll jump into the personal stories of some of the most influential people on the planet, from business moguls and celebrities to athletes and artists. All right, so uh, I'm... 
You know, this, this is funny. So this, the reason why I started a podcast is because, you know, um, I'm always on somebody else's stuff and I'm I'm really, you know, really trying to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And I, yeah. I don't have I have my voice, but it's more about the questions they're asking me. But I get to ask people that I'm fascinated with or inspired by questions. And I've known you in passing. We've never really sat down. I mean, I. Maybe we sat down, I don't know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. We have the same attorney. Yeah. We were in the, many of the same businesses, in the same stores, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of the same people in the yeah. same circles. We never got into trouble, you know, uh, uh, seeing all that East Coast, West Coast, and this and that. We never, I've had so much respect for you for so many years. And I think that you were one of the groundbreaking pioneers who kind of set the standard, you, and I think, Bay, uh, uh, Baby Bird, and Slim, yeah, yeah, when you, yeah, when you when you set this whole listen, I don't need all this money. Yeah. I'm gonna go and publish my own. I need your pipes yeah. distribution, yeah. and I know record execs who said, yeah, whatever, and then yeah. they said, yo, you know the size of the checks I'm cutting these cats, mm -hmm. and they were huge. Yeah. And I can tell you, you know, I can tell when you were, when you were doing doing um changing the game it was not only you were taking up a massive amount of airtime but when i saw that every damn advertisement yeah. in a source <laughs> magazine or the magazine was yours yeah i knew I, you know because if you know business yeah now you shout know out to dave mays uh, dave mays we brought every page in that source at that time we and the knew. source was the bible yeah it was a bible for for music back then you know, some some of the young men and women may not know who you are the same as we may have not known the Barry Gordy stories yeah. or anything like that. But the, what was the first year that uh, No Limit Records was founded? Because I mean, I th your, your your big song was uh, "Make Them Say Uh," yeah, right? Make, make them say uh. Do you still perform at all? Yeah. So, uh, matter of fact, by the way. Your Master P. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I should say your name, I, I guess, right? Yeah. I'm Damon John while we're at it. Yes. We're we here. So, you know, uh, I think the main thing for me, I got into the music business uh, as a business. No Limit Records started as a retail record store. Okay. So we didn't, we didn't start as a record company. Mm. So I started 19-year-old kid on my own record store and learned the music business from there. How did you even... Okay, well, why would you... Uh, that's a whole nother story because you know somebody who has who have maybe had access to records or whatever how did you even get them to where did you get the records from because mm -hmm. you know at that time there was no i'll sell it online there was no online how did you even when was that moment that you said instead of slinging on the streets i'm going to create an actual store and i'm going to go against the whatever the big box stores were at yeah. that time that sold records so what i did was i, I watched this um uh, small company, it was called Jones and Harris in Richmond, California. Okay. And so I was out there and what I did was uh, I was able to look at the uh, brochures they had mm -hmm. and they had where they distributed music from. Mm -hmm. And so my thing, No Limit, was we could get any music in a day. So I was using UPX and FedEx mm -hmm. to get you whatever music you want. What year was this? That had to be like 91. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when did you say, yo, you know what? I'm going to just do my... Were you the first act on No Limit? 
Yeah, I was the first act. What happened was um, all the big artists used to come through my store, whether it was Tupac, E-40. Mm -hmm. And so- Where was the store at? In Richmond, California. Okay. And so what I used to do was I, I sell a music uh, on consignment. And so that's how I started. So so what so you know it sounds like me I started on consignment too. Yeah. You know a lot of people don't realize that you know you think you need money to make money. No, you need to find opportunity. Yeah. And uh, you need distribution. And if those people were printing or pressing those records at a dollar, two dollars, four dollars, well, to give you a hundred dollars worth of records that could potentially be at that time, I guess an album was selling for fifteen dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. Give you a hundred dollars. Now that's one that that's that's fifteen hundred dollars. They're not really out of anything. No. Nah, nah. And you basically are working for them. But on yeah. the flip side, you're letting them do all the music. And then you're saying, if it's good enough, you take it. If not, I give it back to you. Yeah. And so people don't realize for me, when I got into the business uh, side of, of this, uh, I looked for a problem. So I found a problem. It was no black-owned companies mm. that was doing that. Nobody looked like me. Right. The the older couple that was selling music in Richmond, um, they had like gospel and R&B. Mm -hmm. It was no hip hop. So I found a problem. That's where No Limit come from. And when the pro was the problem also that a kid may come in the store, they have a limited amount of money. They have to make a decision. Yeah. Right? Um, and you also were the one to say, let me tell you which one is everybody's buying or yeah. who's coming up because... When I started, I went to the Macy's of those world. They didn't care. Yeah. But when I go to a, a store like yours, yeah. when a kid come in, they would say, listen, you may be cool about this brand. Let me tell you about these four young men, where they're coming from. Oh, did you see this new video coming out? It's in the, in the, in the back and the left. The guy with three teeth is wearing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And is, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and giving them that kind of, yeah. that inside story. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that was it. So I didn't even know about California. Why, why my thing was, where you started representing New, New Orleans. Orleans. I come from New Orleans, uh, born and raised, played basketball, went to the University of Houston. Mm -hmm. Got hurt, okay. and I had to decide what I was going to do. And I went, end up going to Richmond, California. Uh, my mom was out there uh, at the time. Uh, Sonia had relatives out there. That's my ex-wife. So we we went. We said we wanted to get away from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And so when I got away, I I was able to to see that I had opportunity to to start a business. I had no money. Bumped into this older white gentleman that owned the building mm -hmm. that needed to be fixed up. So look how God worked, though. This guy seen me and recognized me as a basketball player from New Orleans. So everybody knew I was a big-time basketball player. So basketball was supposed to be the way for me. Right. I got hurt, and I was kind of down. So I had to decide what I was going to do. My grandfather was saying, you need to go do something. You got to get up. You can't just lay around here. So I got up, decided to get on the road, and uh, the rest was history. Uh, I didn't have no money, I had $500 probably. So I wanted to start a business, and this guy told me, uh, if you fix this building up, I'll let you have it for rent free for a year. Mm -hmm. So I fixed the building up, uh, started No Limit Records, and just started grinding and hustling from there. How many athletes 
have access to people like that and they don't take the opportunity to do that. Because you know who else did something like that? Guy named MC Hammer. Yeah. Right? He, he had access to the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he took that. But also, I think, um, do you think naming it No Limit was kind of, you know, Puff said we ain't going to stop, and he ain't going to stop. You call it No Limit. Do you think that that also is something that somebody's speaking every single day, like, yo, this is No Limit Records. There is no limit it's, to what we can do. It's no limit to our success. Is uh you're not gonna stop me. I'm not giving up. Uh, I named myself Master P because I'm a master, whatever I do, mm-hmm. and uh, so I could have named it anything. But I know that naming my company No Limit is the reason why I'm still going today. Yeah. And uh, but it's also built on failure. So a lot of people get afraid to fail. For mm-hmm. me, I feel fall forward, get up, run, yeah. chase my dreams, do what I got to do, and I don't quit. So that's what No Limit, so when people look at it, I got the whole No Limit thing for my grandfather. So he was in the military, so that's where the whole soldier thing come from. Right. And so at that time, my grandfather had passed, and my grandmother got this uh, settlement. She gave all the kids, so I lived with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So they had 12 kids, me and my brother made 14. So I never got a bed of my own till I got to college. So I mm. slept on the floor my whole life. But I didn't cry about it. That 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 made me appreciate life and thankful for just having a roof over my head. Cause we was we was we was poor. I grew up in one one of the worst projects in New Orleans. Right. But basketball was my way out. Basketball got me to college, got me opportunity to uh, to do what I was able to do, get education. So I tell people all the time, it's consistency. Yeah. For me, right? So I learned that in college. So I tell I, I make this joke with. Well, I laugh and tell people I graduated in thirty days. So when I got hurt, I you don't you don't understand that. You graduated in thirty days. Yeah. Break that down. <laughs> so look, so I'm going. I'm at the University of Houston. I'm playing basketball. And um, the professor, I'm in business school communication. Professor told me that I was going to make two hundred and fifty thousand when I graduate. I said, no, sir, I'm going to make a million dollars. So, and what happened was the professor said, okay, what do McDonald's sell? They taught me colors, taught me all this stuff in business school, right, right. marketing. Right. I said, McDonald's selling uh, Big Macs. One kid said cheeseburgers. One kid said French fries. I said, all of y'all wrong. He said, McDonald's selling consistency. Mm. That was my 30th day in school. And I realized that everything that I do is gonna be with consistency. I didn't need to, I didn't need it no more. I was done. I was That's going it. to run my own company and I, everything that I do. So that was the moment. Yeah, because so the moment was he told me that the Big Mac thing was cool, but he said, look at every McDonald's, that Big Mac tastes the same. That's yeah. why people go back to the store and buy it. And so I start realizing that whatever I do, it got to be consistency. Whether I'm going to get out and try to be the best athlete, I got to get up in the morning, work hard, do what I got to do, right? If I'm going to be the best business person, I got to have the same consistency. I got to treat my customers right. I got to do all these different things. Everything have to have consistency. And so uh, I took that in everything that I do. You know, and, but on the flip side of it, people don't realize that they also don't get places because they're they consistently let people down. Yeah, 
you know, I, 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 I had a person who worked for me one time and they were like, you know, they got about 70 or 80% of the yeah. things down. And they were, were a great person. And everything has a price. Yeah. And I was like, but you know, one out of five things that you say you're going to do, you're late or you don't do it. And they were like, I know, but think about the other four things. I said, but you know what? Let me ask you something. If my car is only reliable mm -hmm. 80%, one mm -hmm. out of five, or 80% of the time, but I can afford any goddamn car I want, well, why am I, why am I paying for it? Why do I have that car? You see, because at a price, keeping that car on one of my properties that it goes up and down the road, that's fine. But on a highway, yeah. I don't need it. I can afford yeah. a perfectly good car. So you're consistently going to let me down. But that, that's because they don't have no integrity. That's the difference. You know, they, they don't think about our job as a boss or your job as a husband or a wife or a father or a mother. Yeah. You know, the your, your dad who keeps telling yeah. you smoking is wrong, yeah. but they keep sneaking out of the house. It's so they, they smell, consistently smoke doing the wrong thing. They're consistently doing the yeah. wrong thing. Well, I don't want to be on that side of the road. I know. You're right. It's a I, lot of people I don't want on to leave it. But those are average people. Those people don't have, but think about it. They want what you have, but they don't want to do the work or don't want to... Uh, uh, the self accountability, right, or the discipline, right. But like I said, or getting up early in the morning. Everybody want to be the boss, but nobody want to do what the boss do. That's right. So the boss got to sacrifice, do all these different things. But they got people out here that really want your life, but really don't want to do what it takes to live your life. You and know, think about it. I mean, come on, bro. When you first started with Fubu, right? Mm -hmm. Think about this. And me and you had the same lawyer. We all been through all kind of stuff. Like even our people didn't believe in us. No, we, we, you no. probably had the most problem with people that look like us buying your clothes. Then, so think about black it. people don't buy Fubu. See, you know the black people who <laughs> buy. Let me tell you the black people who buy Fubu. Yeah. Really wealthy. Yeah. Super educated. Yes. Or some form of a celebrity or somebody who knows, you know, and you know why? Because they've been through enough and they've yeah. gotten to the point where they go, I can buy anything. And when I buy it, I buy things because they're more into yeah. the reason why. And they'll buy Louis at the same time, but yeah, the but other you, ones you, don't. What you had was for us buyers. I know. Right? So I would. I never came to you and asked you for No, that. no. And you I, wore I, a lot. I, I wore You wore it even when you had your own brand. Because yeah. it seemed like the Master P wore what was good and hot. His own brand, No yeah. Lemon, yeah. FUBU, yeah. Louis, whatever it is, you wore what was hot, yeah. you know? Um, but I, I I had a special reason to wear your brand because to look at another brother yeah. that that's doing something that's in that fashion world, I'm like, I have to represent this. Well, I appreciate this it. This our brand. And so I tell people all the time, like, um, we got to stop the self-hate. And it's a lot like because when you look at it, a lot of these brands come from just what we come from. Yeah. We go in the same factories. We create these ideas. Yeah. You know, a lot of us started out the trunk of our car or out, out of our garage. And yeah. I tell people all the time, it's like what we have, the cereal. Right. Right. So we created a brand, me and Snoop. Right. Snoop cereal. We're, we're probably one of the best tasting brands in the world. What our culture going to experts, how much sugar is in there. And I'm gonna say for the people that buy cereal. Now, if you just want a healthy, healthy thing of cereal, then you should go to Whole Food, right. or whatever. But I grew up eating this. I grew up on Wick. We, you know, like I said, I uh -huh. lived in a, a, a three bedroom project with my grandparents with 16 people, right? 
this is this was our brother's lunch and dinner, so I know everything about cereal. And so that's why we got into this business. So now once we get in and able to take over, if if this brand here tastes better than Tony the Tiger, mm-hmm. why would you not buy it from me? No, I don't want to get that. And, and by the way, when I say when I say that uh, you know, black people don't buy food, the only reason I can say that is we're super big in the uh, Philippines and Korea and yeah. various other places. Uh, Drake and SZA and a lot of great artists wear it and Master P. Yeah. I'm just talking about no, the but traditionally. I was just saying the, the, the way I want to change the thinking. No, but I'm going to get to this too because this is my point. You know, I was... Um, and this goes all to what we're saying. No limits, right? Yeah. So FUBU, no yeah. limits records, right? Yeah. No limit clothing. Yeah. I'm in middle America now and I'm, you know, stopping my gas station. And all of a sudden, I start to see these chips. Yeah. And, <laughs> and for some reason, and I know, I generally know business. When you look at the general chip selection in the markets now, mm-hmm. even from 10 years ago, it must be one of the big boys and girls have uh, snatched up a lot of the brands. They, they, yeah. the ones that I'm not talking about. Uh, you know, in your category, because your category, we're gonna start talking about that. Look like they really condensed. There's not a lot of different forms of corn chips and whatever cases yeah. because no, they're maximizing, right? Yeah. But now I go into certain territories, and uh, it's wraps, uh, wrap snacks. Yeah. I'm seeing people on there like uh, let's let's name some of the artists are on on on. Yeah. I mean, we could go. I mean, you got Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Uh, and it has to be lemon, lemon pepper, yeah. right? You got to do because I mean, because now you got. When as soon as I see it, of course, in my mind is Snoop. Lemon pepper, my wink. Of course, yeah. Snoop too, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the younger artists on there yeah. too, and and I looked at it and I said, as far as bias again, right? Yeah. If I if yeah, I yeah. love this artist, yeah. and even if I didn't love the artist, and I love the like the chips and the flavor yeah. profile, I'm going. There are people in this company yeah. that look like me, like yeah. what I like, yeah. think like me, yeah. right? And it's the same exact thing. And so now I didn't know that you went all the way. To, I heard you have, you have rice as well, right? Okay, everything. Like, so my thing is- Yeah, let's do the rundown. What do you got? My thing is product outweighs talent. Product going to be here when we're not here. So and what do you got? What are the what are the what are the, what are the you got? So I'm gonna start everything like you like. So look at right now. This is my shoes. Yeah. Manyadi, motivating oneself, encourage you actively to think independently, right? So we have rice, we have noodles, we have chips, we got cereal. Now let's talk about the rice noodles. We know the chips. Does the yeah. rice? Because I haven't seen the rice myself. Yeah. Um, what 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 are the, they have they have artists on them or they so no the, the the rights is we we going after a national uh, customer when you look at Uncle Ben right right huh we never owned that mm-hmm. understood and my thing is that was pure mockery of us like because my grandparents used to make me buy those products okay the auntie mama the pancakes and all that mm-hmm. stuff right so we created those products to build economic empowerment I want to teach our people that we can do this too it, it's it's those other brands are going to be around, but it's enough for all of us. And out of your company, part of the proceeds. Yeah, it goes back to uh, curbing hunger mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and homelessness. And so that's what we do. So the more we make, the more we give. And that's the thing that and I, we've been doing this for over 20 some years. So people don't realize, like, that's how long it Why took. aren't people talking about that? Well, because it's pot. Like, think about it, the media don't want to talk about that because we're not, like you just said, we're not getting in trouble. Right. Now, if we was getting in trouble, They'll be talking about. Oh, it. then then you're a piece of shit. As soon yeah. as you do something, yeah. right? Why aren't enough? Because it's positive. It's positive. Think about it. Who want to? Who like that? Don't make a good story. 
that a great story that, to me. that we we putting all this money back into the community. We educating our people, educating our culture. But that don't make that's not sex. That's not sex. That's not sex. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot. And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. 
Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I have never been on the cover of any African American magazine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've been on the cover of uh, Inc. two or three times. Yeah. Success. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to qualify that statement. I shouldn't be on the cover of a sports magazine. I shouldn't be on the cover of a music magazine. Yeah. Right. But I haven't been on the cover of any other. Um, I've seen you on the cover of some. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Why aren't we talking about more of that internally or so in our communities? It, right? Because if we're not, then so, why should anybody else? So let me tell you the reason, right? And I'm not You'll saying be, I need that because no, listen, I'm on, I'm on, no, you I'm on CNBC and ABC. I'm the Kardashians of CNBC. Yeah, but you don't need that. But guess what? If you did something wrong, you'd be on the shade room. Quick. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You're so, right about that. So the, the difference is we got to change the mindset of the way our culture thinks because now we got to show them all these success stories like us, being successful, yeah. doing something positive. So it's going to take a little time. And so that's my thing. It's really a fight. It's not like a black or white or Asian or no, Latino thing because we sell product to everybody, right? right? Now, the difference is we are different because we realize that we need some diversity in this space. Mm -hmm. Everybody else don't understand it. So if they keep us uneducated, keep us uh, program wrong, showing all the negative negativity, right? So now people are afraid to do what we do because it's hard. It's not easy. Think about it. Running your own company, uh, taking care of so many people, giving back, uh, making changes in your life, making a difference. People don't want to see that. Like, that's not cool for us. Like, they want to see us running around. Fighting mm -hmm. each other, saying, we told you. Think about it. It's, a, it's enough on every block for us to help in the eat and to be able to feed our people. But we get in the streets, we march, we fight. But think about it. Now, while we marching, it's not just us no more. Mm -hmm. It's blacks, it's whites, it's Asian, Latinos. We all marching together because we all tired. We all tired. But our culture, we got to get rid of the self-hate because yeah. they want to hide that. So now these kids don't realize. They think we just got to be athletes and entertainers. So right. we proving them, even us sitting down. Because my thing is, once I give somebody uh, my word, I got to show up. That's right. You think about it. Once I told your Look, guy, it, it's a Sunday. Yeah, right now I'm here. Listen, yeah. but you know it's my thing. Yeah, you showed up with your your beautiful son um, yeah. by yourself. Yeah, ain't no posse nah. running around here. Nah. You know, man. Let me tell you something. I realize who I am in life. Don't be afraid to grow up and change. I realize that I have only one boss, and that's God. That's right. And so uh, where I'm going at, a lot of people can't go. Like they they can't. 
they, they can go. My mind is focused. I know what I'm doing, and I want to help so many people. My life is about, it's not about me no more. It's about being a servant. And so I want to leave an imprint on this earth to where they know. You know, you're not going to remember Master P just by music. You're going to say this is the first black-owned company that changed the breakfast food game. We disrupted the whole breakfast food game. Think about it. It's nobody looked like us. The same thing you've done is nobody looked like us in this field. Right. So think about it. Now when they, when they come back and look, they're going to say, oh, yeah, he sold 100 million records. Mm -hmm. But he built this massive empire mm -hmm. to, in the breakfast food game to help so many people. And so it's different than music, right? Once your music is gone, then it's over with. Mm -hmm. Every time one of these sell in the store, they just replenish. They got it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, they, they keep coming. And so that's what they didn't want us to be a part of. Because when you look at, uh, when you look at breakfast food or cereal, right? This been around for 100 years. It never been a black owner, been a black president. And so me and Snoop is changing that. Well, yeah. I, absolutely. And I want to, I want to, a lot of people, you know, when, 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 when people like us talk, they don't pull out a lot of really significant nuggets. Number one, you said that when we march or we get together in injustices in every time, whether it had been the Holocaust, apartheid, civil war, civil rights, just because you're pro-black, you're not anti anything else because people of all colors get together, right? Because we're yeah. in a, we're in a studio that is an African American owned studio. Yeah. The staff are African American. My staff and friends are here and they are, uh, come from, uh, uh, some part of Italian, some, uh, what are you, Le Lebanese or, huh? Albanian. Albanian. Huh? Huh? <laughs> You're in a mixed, mixed marriage, white male, black, it, it, it's a rainbow in here. So I think people are too literal in this country these days. You got to be this or that. You can't be, hey, I love what you're doing for the African-American community because behind you yeah. and me and our success has been white, Jewish, Asian, a lot of yeah. other people. So let's let's make sure people understand love, what we're I saying love, here. I love good people. And people what, and good that, people, even if they're not part of what your culture is, when they see you're doing something yes. and you're doing it the right way, yeah. they want to so be part so of something. So let me, let me explain something to you, right? So with this cereal, right. I have whites, blacks, Asian, Latinos, people fighting for me because they like, it's time. Mm -hmm. Like this should have been happening. Mm -hmm. Like think about it the same way we was fighting for like oh we should have been had a black president mm -hmm. long time ago like this is not going to change nothing so it's probably more white people fighting for me in this to say man this is yeah we, way overdue yeah we should they, look they, like the people we serve yeah and guess what they they love the product because it tastes good yeah. and they say they love what we stand for and what we giving back to and, and you're gonna put money back because what's gonna happen is you're gonna put money back in the community where you have the right policing, the right yes. education, the yes. right teachers. And then what does that do for us as a country? It gives kids, it turns kids from cribs to corrections to cribs to college because yeah. what they do is they start to try to emulate and say, I want to be like Snoop. Yeah. I want to be like Pete, yeah. right? And I want to do this, right? Because the stats have shown that if you give a young man or a young woman in the hood a box of pencils back in the days, yeah. right? And you say, hey, here's 30 pencils. You can sell them for, for 10 or 20 cents a piece. If they see that they can go make two, three dollars in one day, yeah. they don't sell drugs anymore. No. They don't have to. Think about it. This legit. I don't have to look over my shoulder and sell I this. Know. I got a real legit packs. I told them we taking over the grocery store. They could have the streets. So my thing <laughs> is, you know, my thing is this, right? 
we're educating our people and we're sending kids to college instead of sending them to prison. That's what, but that's the secret that they don't want the world to see. Like mm -hmm. we're showing kids now, you don't, like think about it. If you go to prison, you're going to make three cents a day. Mm -hmm. It's slavery. Yes. So we show you how to use your mind and you could create your own products and brands. I don't want this just to be me. I want to open doors for so many other people with products, minority-owned uh, brands to be able to go out there and flourish. Because you say, what you said, when we get out there and march, right, we don't have no plan. And we definitely don't have no plan to action. So when we march, it's over. It's like, what do y'all want? We standing in front the White House or whatever, and everybody angry and upset, and then they leave and go home. Mm -hmm. Nobody had a plan of action. My thing is we should be asking for economic empowerment. We need to be going, because like we can buy those blocks that we have. We also can create business in those communities to where now we can control the police and to put the right ones in there, the right politicians in there. But with no economic empowerment, we can't do anything. Like with our hands are tied. And so my thing is to educate the culture and the people and show them that. We are going to change this, and it got to start with us because everybody don't get everybody afraid. So when I first started this, they were telling me, how are you going to go up against Kellogg's and all these big, giant companies? I'm saying, well, they have been winning against the giant. Why well, can't do it? It has to start somewhere. Yes, right? that's what I'm saying. I was talking to somebody who was a, he was, he was a, a, a gangbanger. Yeah. And I said, you know, he was, um, he was talking about, man, I'm in the hood, and, you know, I control these blocks. And I was like, well, you know, I... I see somebody stealing from you right now. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, what are you talking about? And I showed him the the, the 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 three or four lawn mowing companies that were in his community that were not, they weren't owned by part of the community. I said, well, how many how many people you have in your organization? He went, man, 50 and 100. Mm -hmm. I was like, you think 60 or 70 of them can mow a lawn? Yeah. I said because you know what you could do. Honestly, you can yeah. go. You can go over and work out a deal with a uh, you know a lawnmower company and 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 get some level of you open it up. This as a minority business, you can mm -hmm. get the equipment. You guys mow the lawns. You know whatever yeah. the case is, you can standardize the price so nobody's going up and down. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know no pressure, right? And you know I looked at the numbers. I said, man, you could probably make ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars clean a week, mm -hmm. and that's you know. And he was like, I didn't realize that. And I was like, well, you ain't shooting nobody, helping keep the community clean, you know? And <laughs> but, he was but like. But our people don't, our people don't want, they, they, they think that the streets is the easiest way. They think that the streets, you got to be so tough and so real. And I tell people, you know what, if you use the same tactics that you're using on those streets and you mm -hmm. do with good, you're going to be around a long time. You'll be able to be here with your kids. You'll be able to see life different. And a lot of people get caught up because we talked about this earlier when you said the power of the words when I named my company No Limit. Mm -hmm. Think about a lot of those guys ain't thinking about what they speak from their mouth. And that's that's stopping a lot of us from being able to move and be who we need to be because the power of words is real. Well, let's flip that. Why don't we talk about... Uh, you know, I ain't, I I ain't have anything written down. I have staff and facts, whatever. Why don't we talk about the people we know that are doing good shit? Yes, uh, Killer Mike. Yeah, right. Who yeah. else? Like I know Pitbull got some charter schools out yes. there. You got this now. Talk talk to me about the Snoop stuff because yeah. a lot of times what I seen in your rap snacks was a various amount of artists, which is always great. I've always said you know that you want to have this diversified portfolio. But Snoop with all the dogs, like I like. Give me this this um. This pink one right here. Let me see that. Is that a sweetened cereal with honey graham? Yeah. This is another one. Cocoa Crazy. 
So there's some of the best taste. How cereal. long has this been out now? Is this launching right now? But, or so this, this just came out. Like we we hit the stores in maybe uh, last month. And 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 I know Snoop had a huge show with Martha Stewart. So yeah. first of all, everybody loves Snoop. Yes, yes. Right? He's probably one of the most famous uh, rappers and entertainers in the world that crossed Correct. over. And, and and he gets a pass. He can do whatever. Yeah, he he's a boss though. Yeah. So think about it. Me and Snoop. I started out with Snoop. I put his records out on No Limit after he left that row. First and of all, I don't even know. I I'm not even going to get into that. But you were you were smart enough and or business savvy enough to negotiate a a, a clean release from Snoop. Yeah. Um, which was a historical thing because at that time, obviously, a lot of people were concerned about show. You you have what can be done on business and what can yeah. be done on the streets, and yeah. it was no issue. Yeah. Um, well, like so how did, that, how did that even happen? You know, I got to get into that. How, how do you even <laughs> successfully clean, in a clean way, do that and put out records? No problem. Because I, I treated uh, Suge just like any other business. I'm like, do my money spend? We did a deal and we moved on. It was like buying a used car. And I knew that if I buy that car, I'm going to put some wheels on and fix Yo, it up. This just like Cocoa Puff. See, better. See, now think about it. If you say, that's the worst thing you can say, that it tastes like Cocoa Puffs. So think about it. I know, because Cocoa Puffs is the one with the name. Yeah. But if I say that, now people know what to go to. Because yeah. you know what? Even in even in this type of business, Taste you, have to be smart, you have to be smart Taste enough to, to, to be able to legally get that taste profile yeah. out there because the big boys and girls are going to try to stop you. So I got the best chemists. There you go. I'm making but That's my point. So, and that's what people are, I invest in that. So that could be in a brown paper bag. You know, I'm from New Orleans. We're going to make sure it tastes good. Mm -hmm. And so that's the same thing me and James did with the rap snacks. It's all about the flavor. And it's like making sure we have the right flavor. And so that's what we changing the game at. That's why people are making the switch. All right. Now, let me ask you something about this. I got to. Yeah. They said that. Um, they said that. It's your mind that mentally plays a game on you. So, does this green taste like lime and this taste like cherry, <laughs> or they taste the same? And is my mind playing tricks on me? You, you just got a bag of flavor right there. This better than any Fruit Loops you ever tasted. I'm just letting you know. I'm mentally trying to understand. You ain't got this. Is, no, because the they say they say that when you look at that other brand, yeah, that. They taste the same, but I always thought the green tasted different than See, the but grape. You ain't, so this, when kids eat this and adults eat this, they always say it's busting. It's yummy for your tummy. Yummy for your tummy. Yo, you snuck a marshmallow in here. See that? That's what I'm. See that? The other joint don't have marshmallows, no, do it? No. Because that's a tricks. See one. that? Okay. You flip the tricks with the Fruit Loops. Okay. No aftertaste, none of that. So he know this is. Well, I don't know. It ain't after first. Okay. Yet. All right. Well, we'll wait a little longer then, and we'll see what you say. You got any um, mizzle milk here, man, or something? I, I could get you some milk. I got Do cereal. You make milk? It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Good answer. It's coming. All right, man, listen, man. Why when people tell you you can't do that shit, <laughs> you said, <laughs> I ain't listening to you? I don't. That that make me go harder. I'm just being honest with you. When somebody don't believe in me, uh, or tell me I can't do something, uh, they what try to- What is the worst to... thing somebody's told you? Not, 
what is the worst advice somebody's ever given you that you believed for a second that you said, wait a minute? Well, so when I first got into the music business, right, they told me that you would never sell records if you're not from the East Coast or the West Coast. And most people And, and remember that? that? Remember when, when people, people said that. when people were like, Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It would say there was no there was no middle America. There was no um what's dude out of Texas too? Um um Rap a lot. Rap there was no rap a lot, there was no slip and slide, yeah. there was, it was just we you were either Motown or yeah. you were then you were either uh California yeah. or New York. Yeah. And so the good thing about it, right, even when Jay started with uh, with Rap-A-Lot, uh, what I loved about it, somebody that looked like us was actually making music, right? Uh -huh. But the world was saying, you're not going to make it if you're not from the West Coast or the East Coast. But look what happened, right? A lot of guys that I knew that had talent, they was acting like they was from New York or from the West Coast. And so I'm like... Bro, ain't you from where we from? You know, they talking like, oh, I'm from 55th. And, mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, when people told me that, that made me put my Saints cap on, made me represent New Orleans even harder. And so, you know, that's what me and Birdman talked about the other day. It's like, we have to show the world our culture. So we're going to come together on some big television thing to where we want to show the culture uh, about New Orleans. about Because we both from Uptown. So when you look at it, we both from Uptown, but he's from the Magnolia, I'm from the Calio. And now the world see us get together and do something that's going to be historical. It's going to change the game. So you came in here with your son, man. Yeah. You came in here and he walked in here like a son. Yeah. You can tell he has confidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, how old is he? 17. You can tell. So he's at, a, he's, at the, he's at the dumbest point of his life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's old enough yeah. to think he know everything, but he yeah. don't know shit. Yeah. That's why we induct those young men in the army and women in the army at that yeah. time and yeah. show them really great commercials about do the and nothing against all our great people that serve our yeah. country. Yeah. But he don't know shit. Yeah. But he walked in here like a son. Yeah. He's a son of a very, very famous person. Mm -hmm. He probably walks around on marble floors complaining about shit that ain't nobody got, people ain't got nothing. Yeah. How do you, what do you teach that young man because he came in here like he should? Well, I'm going to tell you, first of all, I named him Mercy. So when he was young, I was like, Lord have mercy. Like this kid, what I love about him is he is competent. Mm-hmm. And he should be. And he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and it zoomed from but, him without that kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? No, so you don't know him, but if you look him up, he's probably one of the best basketball players in the country in high nice. school. Um, he won the state championship last year. But I keep him humble the way I keep him humble because I taught him how I work. Like nobody's going to give you nothing. Mm -hmm. If you want it, you got to get up, grind for it. And when, when you get it, what is your purpose? What do you want this for? You just want to be the best basketball player in the world? Or do you want to use your talents to help people, to mm. do something? And so we work hard. Like he, he told me he wanted to be one of the best basketball players in the world. I said, Listen, and you don't get there easily. That ain't no, you know, 
that ain't our masterpiece. Nah. That gets you in the door oh, no, for you a know second. What? And then actually sometimes it's a problem. Yeah. It's like, yo, you think you got it like that. And then he got to bust somebody ass on the yeah. court and be like, nah, now where's that masterpiece stuff you talking about? Nah, we don't do that. We, we, we humble, we hungry, and we know what we got to do and we know why we doing it. And so that's what I told him. So with my son, this is senior year, mm -hmm. right? He ain't had no car till this year. He ain't had no what? No car. You don't have a car? He have it now. This is senior year. Uh -huh. But I did that for a reason because I wanted him to know hard work. I wanted him to ride his bike. I wanted him to jog. Well, understand. So when you get things, you appreciate it. And now you now you don't feel like you're entitled, even though you got a night. I mean, think about it. So I played professional basketball with the Charlotte Hornets. I played with Steph Curry there, mm -hmm. Dale Curry, right, with the Charlotte Hornets. When I used to see Steph Curry coming there as a kid, all he wanted to do was play basketball. That's mm -hmm. all my son wanted to mm -hmm. do. He don't care about the other stuff. Good. So he's been playing with, with all the inner city teams that I've been taking care of for years. I've been got to coach some of the top players that's in the NBA right now. So I had DeMar DeRozan from Compton. I had the P. Miller Ballers. So I take these kids all around on the all around the world and take them and, and let them understand that that you, we don't have to owe nobody nothing. That I want you to get your education. You don't have to owe. You don't owe me nothing either. When you make it, you come back and help the next generation. So my son has played at that level from every hood around here. He done played with him, and so it don't it don't go about you live in a mansion. We don't we don't care nothing about that. All that material stuff we can't take it with us. Mm -hmm. But you got to have integrity. You got to know who God is, and you gotta you, you, you gotta love your family. So our thing is all about protecting our family name. And and we, we're we not a perfect family. We done been through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So my thing is, I, I teach them, you don't have to be perfect, but if you got a good heart and you're doing the right thing, you're going to go a long way. And so when you are blessing the others, God going to keep blessing you. And that's that's what we're about. That's where our humbleness comes from. But we also dogs. He also a dog. So he could turn it up to, to something else. And that's what I love about him. He turn it up when he need to turn it up. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is gonna make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound feet of torque. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know, you don't get to that level of anything in life if you're not ready to turn it on. Yeah. You know, and and in in clothing, you know, we want to we want to we went over a lot of moments that happen in yeah. your life. And there's somebody who's going to be listening to us right now who's going to say, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do it. In whatever, in whatever area. They could be the they could be the best person to put out plants, right? Yeah. What would you say to that person? I mean, I, I don't, you know, how because I think that everything is pretty much, if you really want to be successful, you just have to know that the access to information is there. Whatever way you acquire it. And you have to have common sense. And then, of yeah. course, be ready to outwork well, everybody. I'm going to tell you the most important thing. Education is key. But you also have to be obsessed. With obsessed. What obsessed. Obsessed. It's like nothing going to stop you from getting to where you're going at if you obsess, knowing that you're going to get there. It don't matter. You're going to go through a roadblock. with that obsession, though, because, you know, a lot of people are obsessed are in the wrong place but for see, being obsessed, right? We yeah. we need to make sure. Yeah. So my thing is be obsessed with the journey. Don't be obsessed with the destination. Right. So you're going to take turns on that journey, right? But if you're obsessed with the journey, because most people want to do the stuff for the money. Mm-hmm. If you're doing it for the money, you're never going to be successful. I just <laughs> Yo, told I you have all to love what you're doing and be passionate about what you're doing. And that obsession is going to drive you to get you up in the morning because you know I got to do something every day. Even if nobody don't see what I'm doing, I'm doing something every day. Yeah, because you want to be obsessed with the fame. People 
like I just said about my situation, you don't hear people screaming the Master P name out there like maybe some of the other people who have things, but you're yeah. doing more yeah. than and, many but, but of see, those I don't, people. I don't care about it because I'm not in it for that. Right. So most of those people, they in it for the fame. You got to know what you're in it that's for. What I'm, and that's the problem right there. Most people are in it for the wrong things. So my obsession is different from, oh, I need to make this amount of money. No, I love what I'm doing. So I love getting, oh, you know what? I'm selling cereal. Yeah. Every moment I get, I'm going to market my cereal. People yeah. always say, well, how are you going to be successful if you don't believe in what you have? So why should I believe it if you don't believe in it? So think about why should I buy FUBU if you didn't believe in it? That's right. I, I seen the, the way the way you told us this fuzz by us. It made me get out there and say, you know what? I I like that. I want that. I want to represent, and that's my thing. This is a movement. I tell people all the time now. This this is bigger than us. This is a movement. Be the reason it's a movement because it never been done before. So t it might not happen right now. It might happen. When are you gonna make this? When are you gonna make the Snoop cereal jackets? Cause you know what, man. Yeah. We love a good yeah. jacket. Yeah. I, got I ain't gonna lie. Cause remember back in the day, the Coca Cola yeah. jackets, all yeah. the Death Row jackets, all yeah. the No Limit joints. Yeah. Yeah. When are you gonna? Cause I'm telling you now, that's probably the best. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I got you. When are you gonna make the jackets, man? They coming. I got you right here. We gonna pick it up. Yeah. Okay. That's what I do. <laughs> but no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to be on a journey. And to build generational wealth, everybody thinks it's about money. I tell people, I, I got a billion dollars worth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I could never fall off. I'm like, instant grits, just add water. I'm going to make some money. Because mm -hmm. I don't worry about the money. Most people never be successful because that's all they talk about. So know what, know what they'll tell you? Oh, yeah, when I make my billion dollars. Wait up. You ain't made $10 yet. Mm -hmm. Let's make the $10 first. So you, if I told you, I started out in the record business as a retail store. Mm -hmm. So I, I started, I made my first $10,000 and come back and built that up, put the money back into the company, re, re, redid that, made some more money till, you know, at one time, you know, I'm in a store now as a 19-year-old kid making all this money because I put the money back into it. And I wasn't in it for the money. And that's what I want to show people. I was in it because I love what I was doing, and I was able to give other people opportunities, give other people work. You know, so we 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 was building economic empowerment into this community as a young person. So that's what I'm saying now with my mindset that I'm thinking, okay, I'm not successful till I create other millionaires, and that's what I did. Started putting all these other people on, and even when I signed Snoop, I'm like, okay, well, they not they not doing you right here. That's right, cause you let people keep their publishing, right? Everything, everything. It wasn't about me. Like my thing is, see, this is what people don't realize: unless somebody take that from you, your publishing, and me and you had the same attorney, your publishing go to you. Mm -hmm. So you can't say somebody took your publishing unless you sold it to them. Well, so it, let's let's be honest. Like that that goes in your social security number, your name. Now, if you if you don't have no money and you want to sell that to somebody, then that's on you. That's like somebody having a business. We know. No, but you just you just nailed it, right? Because think about it like this: the reason you sold your publishing was because somebody waved so and so in your face. Because now, all right, let's even let's even talk about it today, right? Yeah. You bought the Ferrari today, and how long are you going to talk about your Ferrari? Because now you got to get another Ferrari, yeah. right? So now you got to get more views and more of this. Yeah. So somebody's, and so you're now like this under the pressure. You first start off wanting to be a music and, uh, and entertain people. Yeah. But now you're under the pressure. I got to live up to this. Okay, so now. You got to keep up with the I got to get another Ferrari. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, shit. 
I got this publishing. You're not doing your homework on this publishing over the years will equate if you put it over here. You just had to ask somebody yeah. with a really tight ass bow tie and a little pen protector right here what yeah. that publishing would be. Yeah. That's gonna be seven million dollars in five years, but someone's gonna offer you now. $350,000. And I got to tell you, I was guilty of doing this to rappers. Yeah. They would charge me, as you know, back in the day, listen, you want a nice video? Oh, oh yeah, okay. You need that mansion. Oh, Hype Williams, man. Each one of those models are $4,000. You yeah. need $30,000. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you $20,000 to put this in the video. Manager be like, nah, man. We, we only doing this for $100,000. So you know what I did? Yeah. At least two Rolls Royces yeah. in New York City cost me about $5,000 a month. So $60,000 a year, $120,000 a year. I said to every rapper, you got a Rolls Royce. Every time you come to New York City, you got yeah. a ghost or something like that. Yeah. And I got into 35 videos that they wanted to charge me $50,000 for. Yeah. I got into them for $120,000 because there was just two Rolls Royce sitting around when they came in yeah. because of their egos. Yeah. And what egos, ego, ego cults. Ego is not your amigo. Ego. ego is not your amigo. Yeah. Uh, somebody just told me that. I don't want to give them credit. Yeah. But you know what? Think about it, right? They didn't see you thinking from a business perspective. They thinking with emotions. And so I tell people all the time, emotions is not going to get you nowhere. It's, it's going to get you caught up because if you really want something out of life, it's all assets. Assets. Yeah. Think about it. It is. But they only looking at the liabilities. And so as we grow and get better and get more focused and get more wiser, I mean, they've been doing this a long time. Let me break down to everybody. what You know, because you and I, we talk. So what is an asset and liability? So an asset is something that feeds you. A liability is something that eats you. Yeah. They are looking at liabilities. So the liability that somebody's looking at with the Ferrari mm -hmm. is... They're thinking of liability. It's either taken away from me so yeah. I look stupid or yeah. I got to top it because I've talked about this long enough. That's a liability unless they're buying a certain type of car that they're able to flip, but you most likely yeah. are not going to get that. Now, the asset of not showing that car because you're showing something else, right? A different version but, but, of yourself. But you got to look at it, right? Yeah. They think that makes them look they rich. They think that's an asset. So it make it makes them look or feel like they rich. I feel like they got some for me, it's different. The way we value wealth is by what you give, not by what you have. And so that's the difference. People think you that we look at that. dropping so many jewels. Hold on. I don't got to break <laughs> these down for people. But I'm, I'm just saying, though, so that's the thing about it. If you don't ride up in the Rolls Royce, they don't think you have it. Think about it. So at the same time, we all got companies that we realize that, okay, well, I could take this, even though it's a vehicle, it's an access for me because now I can rent it out. I could do all these different things, but they want to ride around in it every day. And by the way, you know, you know, the, you know this. Yeah. The wealthier people are, the more they don't want to show their wealth. Yeah. The, so, so when all these people are showing private jets, the yeah. billionaires and yeah. all the people that I know, they, they go, yeah. You know, yeah. they see that you're being thirsty. So yeah. what happens is the upper ones look yeah. at you and go, I don't know if I want to do business with that person. That yeah. person's going to be running around and bragging and all that other yeah. shit. Uh. People don't realize that because they know 
yeah. you know, the really, really wealthy look yeah. at you almost like yeah. well, you know what's tacky. You so know think I mean? about this, right? You see Jay Z any? You see him on any private jets? You see any jewelry around Jay anymore? He get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but we got to look at this though, right? He likes something. Whether he's gonna buy artwork or whatever, you know, for me and but you, you don't we, see no, it. you don't have to. So think about this: the ones that have to do that, then that mean they not really with it. Yeah, because the loudest person in the room yeah. is the most insecure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I, what I what I love about our culture that we don't realize we are our worst enemies, trying to be something that we're not. So that's why I don't mind like. People don't realize sometimes you got to start over, you got to rebuild. Go do that. They've been doing that all the time. So you look at it, the most wealthiest people, they had millions and they lost it. Then they got to billions. Mm-hmm. Well, our people, they thinking that, oh, we got to get to. Well, so so look, think about it, though. You right? know, we, but, but, and, and I want to make sure, because, you know, they're all going to chop us up here. Yeah. We understand these are systemic matters that have happened. And we understand, and and we know that there are still systemic matters that happen. Yeah. We grew up in a community where we had to wear our wealth on our sleeve yeah. to get a level of respect. So yeah. you and I are nowhere near being insensitive to the matter. Yeah. But also the same education that is out there to show you how to flip shit and all this kind of but stuff. I the like, same education I like, to get money. I like nice things. I might have my watch. Yeah, my of brain. course. Of you course. got your... Yeah, if people, guess what? I don't have to have this stuff. 100%. Think about it. Like, me losing this is not going to stop. Because think about it. So, for me, if I needed this to flip to go start over, I'm flipping it. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. It don't it's mean nothing here. to me. Think about it. Out if I need to flip a house, I need to flip a car or whatever, I'm flipping it to go start back over to build something that's going to make me more money. This culture get caught up to where they don't want you to do that. Or they feel like you done if you do that. But guess what? Corporate America do that all the time. All these companies. So think about where's IBM at now? They probably got a whole nother company, but we don't know nothing about it. We all we we into Apple now. Think about yeah. it. But at the time, IBM was one of the biggest computer companies in the world. Mm-hmm. They probably got into another brand, got into another company. They're not done. No, no way. Let, let's be honest. But for us, we don't. We we talk about each other. We 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 get on all these different shows and make fun of each other. But then that be the same people. Because think about it, our broke is a hundred people that are successful trying to get there, and we be like, oh man, we 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 we, we only we only start this business now. We got to do this other thing to go. So that's what I'm saying. Successful people are gonna have like seven, eight different streams of revenue, but other people don't get that. Cause they, so think about it. I, I'm not selling music no more. I don't want to sell music. Like I moved on to something else. Like that is not the lane for me, even though I, I love it because I, I it, it was a part of my childhood and helped me get into things. But why the culture wouldn't allow me to grow to go out and help more people? I can help more people mentally with what I know and the things I could do, then I tell people all the time, I haven't figured out a way that music makes sense for me. It's like I knew back then when I put out CDs, I'm going to make this amount of money. Yeah. Now, I don't, like some of this streaming stuff that go out here, I don't see 
the culture really benefiting the way people making it seem, unless the top ones like Drake and a couple other people. But I'm talking about now you're dealing with the bottom feeders because you're trying to build something from nothing. Well, why don't we, you know what? <clears throat> I want to make sure that it, this, we curve it back to how they've listened to us. Right? Yeah. People may object to us. People yeah. may agree. Um, what are the takeaways? So let, let's go over some real good takeaways here. First of all, any of this information you need of anything you want to do is just as much available on social media yeah. as whatever bag you want to buy or trip you want to take or joke you want to make. And I always say to people, you want to know that? Then start putting in, in your social media feed, follow 20 accounts to talk about assets or um, talk about uh, consumer packaged goods yeah. or financial yeah. intelligence. And a lot of people don't want to start companies. Yeah. But- Let's say somebody, you know what, I'll give, let me give you a typical example. You just said it, assets are what creates wealth in this country. Yeah. And somebody, you, you, we always hear, and I made this mistake for many years by not knowing this, this part of business. We always hear that the rich don't pay taxes. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me explain what that means in regards to assets. Yeah. The two biggest forms of assets in this country are stocks, public companies, mm -hmm. and real estate. Mm -hmm. The reason why the rich, they claim, don't pay taxes is if you bought a million dollars worth of Apple six months ago, I think that – or whatever. It, it could have went up to a certain amount. But let's say your million goes to two million. What somebody does, or whether you bought a house that was a million dollars and it went to two million, mm -hmm. especially during COVID. Yeah. What somebody does with the stocks is they go, I'm going to go take out margin, which your million goes to two million. That means the investment was a million. You borrow margin from the bank mm -hmm. of one million. Mm -hmm. You pay 7% interest on that, but you do not pay taxes because it never was taken out. Yeah. Right. And what people do with that is they go, more stock, more stock, more. Same with a house. Yeah. More, more, and that's what happens. Now, you can do that if you have a thousand dollars worth of Apple that went to two thousand. Yeah. Right. You can do that again and again and again. It has nothing to do with wealth. Yeah. It has nothing to do with position. It has something to do with access to information. Yeah. You can do that with opening a CPG company or opening anything else. So what? What do we tell the kids and the people and the well, so this what now? this what we gotta say to them, right? Because the first thing they're gonna say, well. Y'all have it already, already. That's how y'all go do it. And no. I started with $40. You started with negative $200. That's what I'm, saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So I want to show people that you want to hit a home run, but you never want to swing at the ball. Right. How? Like, we just said that we going to get out here and do it no matter what. We don't care. We are prepared to fail. We are prepared to start over. We are prepared to keep learning. We don't act like we know everything. So we want people to know that it's okay if you don't know. You don't have to be the smartest person in the hey, world. Man, we ain't worth shit. You know why? Because we ain't, we ain't making it fly the way we talking here. We didn't we didn't show all kind of cars and stuff. But we ain't like come that. here to make it fly. We come here to educate now the ones that want to learn. We so, gotta be so we gotta be doing something wrong. Yeah, well but guess what? The ones that want to learn because we can't help people that's not listening. So we saying you gotta be willing to listen. Because we got people in our family that don't even want to listen. Yeah, Let's be honest. That, that, so you could give somebody the game, but do you really want to accept it? Or are you just going to sit around and say, well, that person already good and they straight? No, that person started from nothing. And we started from nothing. 
So if we willing to be able to sit down and communicate and want to give our culture and our people the game, the ones that's willing to listen, the ones that don't, it's not, I mean, because if you look at the devil took one third of the angels out of heaven because he wanted what God has. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, it's like, you know what? Our people, you got to start being thankful and blessed with a little. That's the only way God going to bless you with a lot. And I, and I, and you are absolutely right. I want to think about, like I just talked about, there's a young lady in this room right now mm -hmm. who, she she don't write up she don't write up family's postcards when she goes places. But yeah. her father swam across a river, stayed in jail. For, I don't know. Came over here and ate like I don't know old camera equipment. And uh, <laughs> when we think about it like that, you and I are in rooms with people from all around the world. Yeah. And don't and can you? Get, it's not. And we are not just talking about our people. People come over here with zero. Yeah. And now they're billionaires. We yeah. see this happening yeah. with, when these people didn't even have, if you have an iPhone right now, you got more than 95% of the people that exist on this planet. 2.5 billion people here don't have water on this planet or yeah. running electricity, I mean, uh, access to electricity and running water. And you're complaining that you ain't got it, but we're showing you right now, it can be done by just, anybody in the world. I just told y'all I lived in a three-bedroom project with 16 people. I never had a bed. So stop Somebody had to sleep outside. That's what I'm saying. Every night. Because 16 people in three bedrooms. I'm, I'm my math. I'm thinking about 12. <laughs> there's about four. There's about four people who had to go out at night. So, but the thing about it, right? The thing about it, I didn't complain. That's why I'm telling the people that's watching us, stop complaining and you go do something about it. Take advantage of every opportunity. Take, I mean, network. When you see people network, because think about it, like you say, other bosses want to work with people that that have integrity, that want more out of life. They don't have to have nothing. I, I don't need to you. I, I don't need to work with you because you got billions of dollars. Mm. I'll work with you if you have nothing. If you got the right mindset to 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 want more and and to get out here and do what it take. Me and you gonna recognize that. We be like, oh, yeah. man, that that person oh, yeah. is a hard worker. I oh, want to yeah. be. A, I, like I told you earlier, I want to be around good people. And you know what happens too? After a while, you know, you, you know, we see the same. We see you see the same maybe couple of people in the industry years after years. And yeah. even if you didn't want to work with them at first, you didn't know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that come and go. When you still see that cat, you be like, yeah, yeah, you still, yeah, I'm still doing this stuff, yeah. man. And, and, and as I, you know, I know we're jumping around, but I, I see there's a white man in this room right now. And I'm not. I'm. I'm bringing up color only because don't think it's one way or another. Yeah. Uh, he grew up. He, he grew up. Didn't you grow up? In, where, Justin McClure's family. Yeah. Family's the mighty McClure's. Really, really great. But didn't you say some of your cousins were in a movie? What was that movie? They were in Deliverance. I mean, wow. and if you ever seen Deliverance, I mean, yeah. <laughs> these cats in that movie, there's some of his family, they'll walk around on all fours picking bugs off each other. I'm talking yeah. about some nasty shit, some yeah. raw shit. And he's here right now. So yeah. we are not talking color, no. per se. We are talking no. mindset. Yeah. You know, broke is a, poor is a, is a state of being broke is a state of mind. So think about this, right? Rich people talk about things. Poor people talk about Bills and money. You know, and the wealthy people talk about how much they gave away. Yeah. And they but they talk about ideas. They talk about ideas. Yeah. So ideas is what we have to have. So you broke because you have no ideas. Fubu was an idea. No limit was an idea. Mm -hmm. Snoop Serio is an idea. Mm -hmm. And so 
only way we're going to be successful, stop sitting around saying I don't have the money or I'm trying to live my life for this person or what they have or they don't have. It's like, where are your ideas? What are you bringing to the table? What are you willing to sacrifice and, and, and get out there? Because I, I, I tell people all the time, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Yeah. And, 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 and it, we, we talked about consistency earlier. You, you talk about consistency, putting it in the right place, doing the right thing, it's going to come back. And, and a lot of people don't want to do this. Like, oh, man, I'm tired. I, I didn't gave up. Because people always say that this is tough. I don't know how y'all did it. Guess what? We didn't quit. If you're going to quit, you wasn't going to make it anyway. So it's not our fault. So you went, oh, I can't wait to get the day. I can't wait to get the P. No, you're still not going to make us. You don't believe. I tell people all the time, right? It's like in music. I would not be in the music business if I didn't believe I had a hit record. So that you have to believe, like I, I, I brought to the radio station, Easy E brought me to the radio stations out here in LA. I had Bout It, Bout It. The dudes told me, man, what? my song, you bad? Yeah. So think about Can that. You, I'm, so, I don't want to put you in spot. So after they, that, I want to hear you say Bout It, Bout It. Really all right. Go ahead, go ahead. So look, we go to the radio station and keep going. The, 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 the program director say, bring me a song. I bring them Bout It, Bout It. Come back the next week. He said, bring me a record. I need another record. When this one don't work, I come back with Body Body. <laughs> he said, bring me a record again. Some, give me something else. I said, I'll be, I'll be right back next week, sir. I brought him Body Body. And he said to you, did you wear the helmet on the school bus when you went in? Because I told you already, bring me another song. And I did not say, sir. This was the seventh time I went. I said, sir, can you just at least play it for the people and let them tell me that it's whack? And he played it, and the people loved it, and he had to play it ever since after that. Well, but I didn't give up on it, because imagine if I would have came back with another record. He would have realized that I didn't believe what I had. Got it. I got it, because you was about it. I had to do it. <laughs> All right, listen, Pete, you know, um, I'm going to say it in a very— because I, I want, you know, a lot of times we're in rooms like this, and I'm going to say it in a very— in a way that everybody can understand. Because normally I'd be like, all right, so yo, Pete, do me a favor, man. Let's let's catch up one day. But when I say that, you know what I'm saying to you? I want you to mentor me. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying it in a different way only because when I'm around Cuban and all those people or other people, we say, hey, let's catch up. Mm -hmm. It's real. Let's vibe, see what we can do together. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to be real literal to them, I'd be like, well, you know about that area. I mm -hmm. want you to mentor me in that area. I'll mentor you. But yeah. that's that's me being super literal to somebody to somebody to know that I don't know everything. Yeah. You know, and we you've been support. in that business. Yeah. I want you to we'll we'll talk to each other. Something come out of it, something come out of it. I, something come out of it with you talking to me. But it's a form of mentorship where people have too many egos yeah. to do that. So now I want to do a part of my famous song. And you just give me a little, uh, or give me one of those. Uh, so I'm really famous for one part. You ready? My, and it's the only song I have. All right, you ready? Yeah. F is for the fatties wearing my shh. Okay, so you do your your part. Uh, what, are, what are one of those ones? Cause yeah. I, I, I'm right here in front of you. You don't have to say the whole rhyme. I just want to make them say. We're going to do that later, D. All right, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do that later. Okay. We came here to take about care of this business. About it, we about came here to, about we came here to educate I'm, I'm excited, people. man. Don't. Dude, One more time. I'm gonna dude. F is for the fatties. For See it. what I'm saying? You've been hanging around Mark too long, man. Let me tell you what Mark did me, bro. Right? So Mark come to my house. He see I got all these TVs in the Cuban? house. Yeah, Mark Q. He see I got all these TVs. Say, Pete, where you get them TVs from? So I got like maybe about 
60 TVs. 60? Yeah, that was the big, big screens. Like- yeah, to make it to like it's in the mall, right? So he get the number. I give him the number. And the guy called me back. He said, man, thank you for hooking me up with Mark. I say, what happened? He said, oh, he brought 200 TVs. I said, he bought him for a house or arena? <laughs> for a house. For a house? For a house, man. You know what I'm saying? He ain't invited me to that house. <laughs> I ain't seen that one. The house he invited me to was really small. It was a lot of rats running around it. Nah, man. Come on, man. I was just messing with you. He's my, <laughs> he's my man. Listen, man. We're going to cut this up. I don't even know. We we can't fit all this in here, man. But yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about it. You know, I feel like I guess I have to go back to people watching us and listening to us. But... Yeah. I had, man, like a, such a great time. I had a, a lot of inspiration from you, man. I know that you're going to just keep killing it with Snoop. And, and that shows something else about Snoop. You may think that Snoop is this guy running around. He's been a long-term partner of yours. Yeah, Snoop a boss, man. He like is. I tell people all the time, you're not a boss till you create other bosses. That's true. And so there's no jealousy. There's no hate with us. It's like brotherly love for real. Nobody, and nobody's like, talking about that, man. Nah. How many of us try to work together? How many of us will sit here on the camera and say, Man, hook me up, man. Mentor yeah. me, man. Whatever we can do. And you know what? I'm of service to you yeah. at any given time. Um, we've had the same oh, yeah. an African-American yeah. attorney, one of the most powerful yeah. attorneys in L.A. Yeah. Nobody knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, for the for the yeah. most part, yeah. publicly, I think. What do they say on that show? Call Daryl. Huh? Yeah. And, he, and he's an attorney of all kind of people. Yeah. There's a lot of superstars that look just like you and I yeah. who can't rap, sing, dance, or or whatever, and they're pulling a lot of strings behind the scenes, and they don't even want the spotlight, yeah. but they need to be known who they are because yeah. they are, uh, listen, if you can't be the athlete like your great your son's going to be, yeah. well, that son's going to need lawyers. Yeah. He's going to need, um, need a team, agents. Man. He's going to need social media experts. Yeah. He's going to need whatever, nutritionists. Yep. And why can't you be that? Because then you could be standing right next to that young man when he wins the title. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. All right. That Moment with Damon John is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from the Black Effect Podcast Network, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. And don't forget to subscribe to and rate the show. And of course, you can all connect with me on any of my social media platforms at the Shark Damon, spelt like Raymond, but what a D. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful, 
VC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.